try everything in your life you will have lots of experience and you will you will have knowledge in those activities or platforms or discussions and try everything you will never forget about those experiences This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, So this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranked number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine. Top 100 travel podcasts in France, in Switzerland, and in Ireland. Top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom and in Norway. Top 50 in Sweden, in Canada, in Italy, and in Spain. Top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia top 20 on Apple Poland and in the Netherlands, and top 10 in Finland, Romania, Cyprus, and South Korea. So please keep supporting as we will reach together 100 interviews and more and follow the new Instagram about this project, aziz.future. My guest today is Valeria Kuzjekova from Romni in the Sumy region, Ukraine, to Kana Vaina High School, Hawaii. Valerie is an alumni of the Global Leadership Forum, GLF, in 2018, made by UWC USA, then was among 2% of applicants selected in Ukraine as finalists of the Future Leaders Exchange Flex program in 2019-2020, and received recognition from the U.S. Department of State for 150 volunteering hours. She is a pescatarian and the co-founder of Let's Go Green UA, a youth vegan eco-brand focused on upcycling and smart consumption. Valerie, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. What about you? I'm great, excited, looking forward to this one. And the question that I feel like asking, really, is these days, this period, of chaos and the world going upside down and being so busy with your projects. What seems to be the thing that 
keeps on staying on your mind that you think a lot about that seems to be important now? Meanwhile, I think more and more about my exams and how I need to prepare for those exams. I think a lot of time about my future. For example, which universities I need to attend, which country I need to choose to travel next, which uh, um, sphere of studying I need to choose because it's really important in my life because right now I'm finishing my uh, high school in uh, Ukraine and uh, I need to choose my path uh, to go uh, in the future basically and uh, mostly and mostly I prepare for my exams uh, that will be in the May this year and um, also, I'm studying in another school, uh, which is in Slovakia, the Leaf Academy, and I won the scholarship for that school. And um, basically, I still don't sure which country I will choose uh, for my university, but I hope uh, that my decision will be um, will be chosen uh, in the um, in the in during this month, basically. But this was uh, challenging me. This was uh, my uh, um, test. Uh, this was that's what is worrying me. I understand. So the preparation for the exams in May, as well as which path to choose, which country to go to, your future, and what to do next, because it's very important. Correct. Yes. Exactly. And let's focus on exams, since you're very productive, and that's a great thing. How do you think that is the right way to prepare for important exams, especially that you're involved in other projects, which means you also do other things. You're not just studying all day, freeing all your time for it. So what is correct preparation? What is productivity for you? And what is really important when you think about the perfect way to prepare for important exams? Uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for this question because it's really important nowadays because lots of students are preparing in Ukraine for the ZENEO exams that will be in the May. And uh, I have no specific or right uh, practice for these exams, but I try different option i try different courses that will help me to pass those exams basically what uh, my week is that i uh, am studying uh, uh, from monday till friday i have so many tutors to uh, study with and uh, during the weekends i have time to manage my projects i have time to manage my other things that i am involved in but basically after my school, after online classes, I have uh, several tutors, I have several courses. I am preparing for those exams very um, accurately because I like I like the preparation, the way how I prepare and uh, the way how is it going because I uh, um, learn new things that I didn't know uh, before. And um, that's a good way to improve your knowledge, basically because uh, I need to prepare in Ukrainian, um, I need to prepare my history, and I need to prepare my English. And it's uh, very interesting to um, see how you uh, have started, like last year I have started to prepare, and right now I can compare what uh, knowledge 
I had before and what knowledge I have now. And it's really interesting to uh, see and to prepare for those exams. Thank you. So since last year, you prepare for this May exam or exams, which are, for example, in Ukrainian, in history and in English. And when you notice the improvement and the new knowledge and extra knowledge for you, you feel satisfied in your progress. And that is something valuable and important for you. Correct? Yes, exactly. And therefore, thank you. No, of course, it's wonderful. So I'm curious. Is this out of curiosity that you're a very curious girl and you love to learn because of this? Or is it about self-development and you wanting to become better and more knowledgeable and that is more of the driver or maybe there is another one? Can you define or explain why that is knowledge and noticing and improving and increasing your knowledge is so important for you? Um, I would say it's about both, about curiosity, because I'm very curious and I, I, I like to learn new stuff and I like to uh, dip my knowledge in uh, the spheres that I learn. And also it's about self-development, because um, basically if you want to attend the, uh, one of the best universities in Ukraine, you need to pass those exams on the high leverage. Uh, but um, for me, it's more about self-development because, for example, in the when I learned the history of Ukraine right now, I have discovered so many um, occasions that I did know before in my life and how the Ukrainian history have developed has developed from the um, from its beginning and from and to the to these days. We had so many revolutions. We had so many types of uh, those occasions that were held in Ukrainian history that are continuous right now. And basically, it's really important to know for people their history, their background. And I think uh, I'm very curious about those knowledge that I'm learning. It's important for people to know about their history and their background. Well, do you? Do you look back at your own history and your own background and you use that more and more as a way to guide you to the future? Or is this only about countries and situations and histories of larger scale things and not you personally or one person? I would say it's about the people. So people need to learn their history because it's really interesting for the first uh, and uh, also if you wanted to discuss with other people your history and uh, you will have so many um, points for the debate for the discussion and also you will know that w- Ukrainian history had so many revolutions that we fight for our country a lot of times and right now we have our own country and uh, there is this part that it's so wonderful to know the history because it's in your past and uh, all your all your ancestors uh, was uh, were on those uh, territory. That- Valerie, you mentioned something about debating and having more points for debating. Well, is that activity something that is important for you? Something that 
charges you with energy or why would even debating be something that is important or valuable for you? I would say that I have never attended the debate clubs or I have never attended the debate uh, events that were held in Ukraine or other countries. I have attended the different other events when we didn't debate, but we have a dialogue, a meaningful dialogue about the philosophy, about the Ukrainian history and other things. Um, but for the debate, I would think that uh, you need to have the knowledge on the topic that you debate on and you need to deepen your knowledge and your curiosity for those debates knowledge and curiosity and i want the other side i want to flip into the deeper valerie so tell me when you're not learning uh, officially when you're not preparing for exams or thinking about the future studies and the best universities what are five things or situations or experiences or moments that make you feel really alive and really happy Okay, my five things. I would say during my exchange year, I have started to practice my tennis skill. So I had uh, in my school, in my previous school in Hawaii, Kanavaina High School, we have uh, these extracurricular activities and uh, we had a Kanavaina tennis team. And I really enjoyed that sport. And due to coronavirus right now, I cannot attend other tennis clubs in my town or in my uh, country in Ukraine. But in Hawaii, I attended this tennis club with so much uh, um, curiosity and with so much pleasure because I have never played tennis before. And uh, um, this experience uh, um, helped me to find uh, the new things that I will enjoy in my life. Also, I would No, say... one second, one second, let's focus. Since that was number one, I would like to explore that more. You never played tennis before, and then in uh, Kanavaina, Hawaii, you had this extra curricular activity that involved tennis, and you were curious, and you loved it a lot, correct? Yes, exactly. It also was my first time where I was being engaged in this sincere and reliable team. And all, I really enjoyed tennis. Um, basically, I was in Belleville and the tennis could be my sport over all of the activities that I had before. But um, my friend from uh, the school motivated me to join. And um, I... Uh, with doubtfulness, with all of those uh, plus and minuses that I need to join this team, I decided to join. And right now, tennis inspired me to develop uh, good character in myself and also to push myself harder in schools and other uh, activities and other projects that I have. And really miss uh, playing tennis right now. Yes, you miss playing tennis. And I have to ask, if you could only have one side to the tennis equation either you play tennis you love the sport the movement the technique but with no team or that sincerity you mentioned of a team but you don't play tennis you do something else which one would be more valuable uh, for me uh, more valuable is uh, playing with the team because um, tennis 
I guess is a group group activity where you need two or more people to play with. And um, if you have a reliable team and if you have a friendly team, you will experience so many emotions that you have never experienced before because in the tennis during your, uh, while you're playing the tennis you need to focus on uh, on so many things for example you need to rely on your partner and you need to focus on how you will beat the ball and um, it helps me to connect with other people in the team and also it helps me to uh, disconnect from my um, studies for like for one hour for example and um, this is a good way to spend the time great i have a lot of possible questions but i noticed so far four times you use the world's words reliable and rely what does that mean for you what are three characteristics of something or a team or a group that are reliable and why is that special and important for you? I would say from my experience, from my life experience, um, I had several times that I um, decided to not rely on people anymore because uh, uh, many people uh, blame me or something like they uh, ruin my trust in them. So for a second, I decided to not rely on people and not to trust the people, but while the um, my exchange year in Hawaii, I renew this trust in people, and I started to rely on people. I tr- I started to trust people because uh, because of so many aspects. I would say, uh, first of all, the uh, true connections that I made with those uh, um, people. For example, in the tennis team, I met so many true connections with the friends and with the students. And with the tennis uh, coach, basically, because I would say, I would tell you one uh, story. I had my um, host family in Hawaii and uh, uh, my host family decided not to um, host me anymore. And it was uh, in the, in, on the February, basically. And I needed to find the host family for my future staying in Hawaii. And I asked my t- tennis coach to help me to find the future host family and basically uh that tennis coach his name is richard he helped me to find the host family the very very um nice one and the very reliable and really really friendly host family and uh, i was really uh, um satisfied and i was i i have no words to uh compliment his work that he he did to me and um Basically, I have this trust to people right now. Before, due to some circumstances, I uh, didn't trust people. But due to Hawaiian experience, due to my exchange here experience, I renew this trust in people. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, before there are some people who blamed you or gave you reasons not to trust them. So you didn't want to be parts of teams because you didn't trust people and you didn't rely on people because there was this notion that people are unreliable. But then through the friendliness and reliability of the tennis team, you regained trust in people 
and develop true connections. And therefore, now you see the potential for trust in reliable people and not just only trust and rely on yourself. Is this a correct understanding? Yes, that's correct. And I have to ask, because you mentioned almost five times connection and two times you said true connection. What is the difference between true connection and any other kind of connection? And what does it mean to you, true connection? That's a really nice question. I would tell you about true connection uh, using my experience working as a, as a project team. So as you said in the beginning of this podcast, I am the co-founder of uh, Let's Go Green project in Ukraine. And we have the team that designs uh, the projects and that designs the products for this uh, project, Let's Go Green. And um, basically, I created this uh, project with uh, uh, my, uh, my friends. And uh, I have never noticed before that what connection we have. So we decided to create this project. And uh, uh, basically, we had no idea how it will go in the future. But right now, I can see that we, uh, we, we, has, we have gone through a lot of things. We have managed a lot of uh, workshops. We have managed lots of uh, um, online conferences together. Um, and I can say that true connection is uh, when you can rely on people, when you can... Uh, when you can uh, trust and when you can um, and when you just can talk to the people basically thank you so if i understood correctly both in tennis or in let's go green to you now the way you think about true connection is you have people you don't know whether they're reliable and friendly but now you give it a chance and then you go through experiences together whether it's organizing workshops for Let's Go Green or playing matches with your tennis team. And in both cases, you don't know what the result will be. But over time, as you experience that those people are reliable and friendly, then the true connection develops. Is this correct? Yes, yes. And I have to ask now more because there is a lot to say. But before I ask you about what you love again, you are someone with a lot to give. Why are you thinking about other countries and not studying in Ukraine? Because there are places like the Ukrainian American University in Kiev, where I had Dr. Paul, I interviewed him for at Concordia, etc., that provide high quality education even there but you in an objective way that your brain is working, what other potential other places and countries give you that you find is not in Ukraine? Um, it's a very, very interesting question because, uh, as I said, I'm still uh, thinking where to study and which university I need to choose. Basically, I know that I have potential to apply uh, to uh, universities abroad and also have potential to apply to universities in Ukraine and 
I'm still thinking I have I didn't I haven't chose uh, uh, yet but what I would say that Ukrainian education is still is still need to be improved and uh, in the universities abroad I see um, more more of opportunities to grow as um, as the specialist in the in the sphere that you will choose basically and in Ukraine also but I still haven't made my decision yet so I will answer this question later on in my life thank you you haven't made your decision and you believe that there needs to be more reform to the Ukrainian educational system so that it becomes an even better choice and make it much more likely for the bright Ukrainian students to stay and trust in the Ukrainian educational system. Is this a fair understanding? Sure. And thank you. Now, when you cannot play tennis because you said you missed it and you're there studying with your tutors almost every day and working on your projects in the weekend, when you want to really relax to, like you said, when you play tennis for an hour, you can disconnect and let go of the focus on studying and relaxing. What is it now that you do when you want to feel really good, forget all troubles and disconnect for one hour or two or a period of time? That's a really good question because, as you said, yes, I have lots of time uh, to prepare for my exams and I uh, dedicate my time to those uh, tutors, to the preparation for the exams. And um, I basically have free time during the weekends, but still I have lots of meetings uh, uh, for the projects and the other things that I need to manage also. But um, the one thing that gives me the feeling of the rest is spending time with my family because uh, right now is the winter and winter season and it is my favorite season in the, um, in the year. And um, there, is, there are lots of um, opportunities to do winter sports, for example, sledging, and ice skating, basically what I love is ice skating. And almost every weekend we go with my family, we go to ice skating rink and we ice skate for one hour. And that's uh, how I can disconnect from my education for some time. But in the meantime, also I FaceTime to my uh, friends in the in Hawaii and uh, to my friends in Ukraine. And... Um, during that time, during that conversations, communicating, communications, um, I can uh, disconnect for some time also. And um, I feel like um, the activities with people make me feel better. And um, also I try to watch some films and movies with my family that can also help me to rest and to gain some energy again, to have a study process again. Thank you. So it's winter sports, FaceTime with your Hawaiian and Ukrainian friends, watching movies with family are three main ways that in winter now you're disconnecting, correct? 
Yes, that's correct. And tell me about ice skating. What is your most favorite moment about that one hour a week that typically you go to ice skate? What is the most favorite part or the highlight? So I would say um, I have ice skate uh, during this winter only two times because um, due to the weather, our bad conditions of the weather, we haven't had the ice skating rink uh, for the long time. And um, two weeks ago, uh, we it, it's been uh, the cold temperature and we have had the ice skating rink. And uh, in New Year's Eve, I made the wish that I will definitely uh, go in ice skating this year. And uh, that wish came true, basically. And uh, two weeks ago, I went to the ice skating rink with my family and it was so snowing that time. So it was so romantically I would say <laughs> and so I don't know like um, amazing and uh, wonderful to see the snow around you and to ice skate with your family and other friends and also to feel the atmosphere of the winter because it was so cold but it's still my favorite activity to do in the winter and um, Basically, I told my mom uh, during that time, during my first time uh, ice skating in Ukraine after um, the exchange year. So I told my mom that uh, last time I, I, I have skated uh, uh, in the ice skating ring, it was uh, in the Hawaii, because uh, in, uh, on the Oahu Island, uh, there was uh, ice skating ring. And uh, during the winter uh, in the Hawaii, it was really good weather. It was sunny, warm, and su- and uh, hot weather. But inside the building, it was uh, there was ice skating rink, and uh, I w- I felt very pleasant to see the ice skating rink in Hawaii, basically. And uh, e- after the year, I made my dream, uh, and uh, we went to ice skate two weeks ago with my family and other friends. That was amazing because. Uh, this activity help me, helps me to relax and to regain um, my energy and to feel and to uh, and I feel happy when I ice skate. Great. So if I understood correctly, in New Year's Eve, you made a resolution even and a wish <laughs> yes. to go ice skating, just like you did in Hawaii, where the weather was pleasant and sunny. But inside, the rink was cold and nice. And therefore, the weather was too bad, though, this year. But two weeks ago, it was good enough for you to go with family and friends. And although it was very cold, the snow was falling in a romantic way. And you were surrounded with your family and friends. And you felt recharged and refilled with energy, disconnecting from all troubles and happy, correct? Yes, yes, exactly. You mentioned another thing, and thank you for that. I noticed you mentioned that activities with people are much more fulfilling for you than doing things alone. Is this a correct understanding of what is important? Um, yes and no, I would say, because um, when you have activities with the people, you 
feel the connection and also you feel the support from people basically if you work in the in your team and um, when you work alone for me personally uh, for some time I can work alone for, for a day or for two but I still need the connection because people people are the sociable animals I would say because uh, we need connections we need people around we need to talk we need to communicate we need to tell stories to other people it's it's ev- it's everything about the connection and communication and I think uh, I uh, I wouldn't survive alone on this planet I need I certainly need people to communicate to have fun to speak to study and so on so you're not a mermaid alone in the ocean <laughs> you're very <laughs> community oriented then i have to ask there is there are words that you say a lot and i would like you to explain how they connect with each other and how they lead to each other which are support reliability friendliness connection and communication you say these so how does, for example, reliability relate to support? How does friendliness relate to communication? How does connection relate to, to communication as well? They seem to be all different parts of the same thing that is important for you. So please, even if you're going to use different words to describe now, explain how do these work together, which comes first, which connects to what and how you think about it. Friendliness, support, reliability, connection, and communication. Yes, those are the words that I use the most during this um, pandemic time and due to coronavirus. I, um, in Hawaii, I have so many friends and I made those uh, connections with so many people. And I need to communicate with them right now due to FaceTime and due to online services, due to online uh, apps uh, most of the time. And um, I would say that uh, right now um, in my town, I have not a lot of people that I can communicate and that I can hang out with. But um, it's more... It's due to, I guess, uh, the nowadays uh, circumstances that the communication that you um that you uh, find the communication is uh, the most important thing in your life because uh, for instance uh, um lots of people uh, or were or uh, are in the quarantine right now and they cannot basically connect physically to their loved one or to their friends or to their families and uh, um, they use uh, a lots of uh, um, online services like Zoom or FaceTime or Skype even to communicate with the friends or peoples or people that they love. And um, due to this, I guess the communication um, is the part of my life because uh, I'm very commu- I'm very talkative person. I like to tell stories. I love to um, listen to people when they want me to uh, tell me something. And um, I guess um, due to communication, I found I found that uh, people and friends, basically, that um, 
I trust and they tr uh, they, they trust me. Um, we form this uh, part of connection, I would say, that we can talk and talk and uh, 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 communicate about with other things. And um, uh, I would give you an example in the team in Let's Go Green. I would say some team members I haven't uh, had I haven't met uh, in the physical life. I communicate with them online only, and uh, it's a valuable because even through the online communication, you will you have you have the opportunity to create uh, your uh, connection and uh, trust in in person. And um, maybe I, I, I'm saying this wrong, but uh, um, for me and for the people, communication and sociable life is really important right now because someone is stuck at their house or someone is stuck at their um, country or, and they cannot communicate with other pers the other people um, which are in different countries or in different towns and uh, what is uh, interesting that uh, people that you rely on and people that you trust, they can be in the different parts of the world. And uh, due to communication still, you can uh, uh, develop your friendship, develop your work uh, uh, relationships, uh, develop your other relationship that you have. Yes, yeah, still communication is an uh, important uh, part of my life. How do you think communication and in general relationships develop because you were speaking about it and it seems to me for you the more people talk and talk and share stories the more the connection develops and the relationship develops but it might not be that way how do you define for yourself your feeling that a true connection develops when you're communicating or facetiming with people and friends? So first of all, I would say that I FaceTime or communicate with the friends that I have been in different situations with, for example, in a bad situation, in the good situation that we had. And uh, um, due to experience that I had in my previous time, because for example, some people grow and their friendship uh, ruins because of, the, of their growth. And some people don't grow and their friendship uh, ruined because uh, ruins that because they don't grow and basically I had lots of friends and uh, lots of, uh, of friendships and they're not uh, in the at this period of time because uh, we had in the past we have similar ideas and similar opinions but right now we don't have those so um, those um, communication lines and those friendship uh, uh, did not survive to those days, but I haven't uh, um, created those uh, uh, deep connections as my like best friends with the people that uh, in my team right now. But in Hawaii, basically, I have I've made lots of friends, uh, and I had this physical connection with them. For example, we could um, share like lots of stories uh, during the, and we could travel together. We can play other different activities or play other different games and due to FaceTime life or due to FaceTime communication you develop I don't know stronger or weaker the relationship but you still develop those relationships 
And one friend told me once that true friendship knows no distance and uh, true connections also knows no distance. True connection knows no distance. True friendship knows no distance. That's very wise. And to conclude, since you had all kinds of experiences in all kinds of situations, what do you think someone listening would benefit from some advice that if you shared now could be very valuable? What do you think is something that the world needs to hear, some piece of wisdom or advice you believe in very strongly? I would say try as many opportunities as you can and try as many opportunities as you cannot. Because if you try everything in your life, you will have lots of experience and you will you will have knowledge in those activities or platforms or discussions. And uh, I guess uh, for the teenagers, I would say if you if somebody will ask you to participate in different programs, just try it and uh, you don't know how life will change uh, how your life will change uh, after participating in uh, uh, different workshops or in different uh, uh, exchange programs even because um, you just just try I guess try everything you will never forget about those experiences yes to try everything to say yes more to more opportunities because you don't know how your life will change when you try and say yes, correct? Yes, exactly. Great. And Valerie, if people want to connect with you, they want to FaceTime, not really, I just say it because you said that word a lot, but if they want to message you, learn about Let's Go Green, follow your projects, what are the best links for them to go? Um, you can follow me on, on Instagram. It's Marlo Berry. And also you can follow me on Facebook. It's Valeria Krushkova. And uh, yeah, those social networks that I use the most. Thank you. I know you are busy. So I wish you energy. I wish you focus. And I wish you the best grades that are beyond what you expect in your exams. Valerie, thank you. Thank you so much for this experience. I truly enjoyed it. Thank you.